Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Um, before we jump in and um, talk about uh, the topic today, I'll get it out. Um, I'm not, I'm leaving that in. Uh, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine on the market, bar none. Uh, they are awesome. They rock. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. We have uh, a special, quote-unquote, special going on right now where we're giving quarterly memberships. We're su- super excited about that. People seem excited about it. Um, and then that maybe maybe come in and join for three months and take a couple months off. I personally would never leave teachhoops.com, but you have that option. And uh, it's great. So go over and check it out. Teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Let's head off to the podcast. Season. Bailey's because the Bailey's gives me a little bit and the coffee keeps me up. So it's Bailey's and coffee, man. Well, I don't Perfect. know that I want to be up too much in this. I think I want to sleep through most of it. <laughs> I don't know. No, they're, they're, I guess. <laughs> they're good kids and they, and, and they, they work hard. Um, but boy, I mean, I have to spend like 15 minutes of jump stops and like the next day they, they still don't know how to do a reverse pivot. Because most pivot. of those kids won't be around by the time they're seniors. Let's be real. I mean, I'm trying to coach for 30 years. They're just not going to be. So make it fun. I, I'm telling you, there, there's, I added six, 11, six, six, nine, six, 10 kids playing professionally, still playing professionally. Couldn't make a left. He was left-handed. Couldn't make a left-handed layup. Swear to God. Couldn't make a left-handed layup. He's playing professionally. Well, we got it. I mean, they're, they're, there are a few girls that they give me hope and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, well, you know what? If Because sometimes our league is not very good. And I'm thinking if I could just get through the a little bit, uh, the first part, play some of these bigger schools that we have to travel to because no one will play us in our area. Cause we're yep. get, a, go, get area. a win. We'll get a win. We'll have a celebration. All right. <laughs> Other questions, coaches. 
Okay, Coach, um, I got something for you. All right. I, we um, don't I, have a shot clock. We don't have a shot clock. You were the one that asked us about shot clock, weren't you? We don't have a shot yeah, clock. Yeah, no, no, no. We don't have no shot clock, though. But my question is, we have a very worthy team, We have, but we only have six players. The starting five is probably top of our league. We could win the league if we could get more players or if our sixth player who has never played ball in their life, a freshman, could step it up and help us get there. What do you suggest we do to achieve our goals? Okay, so you got, you got six players. Six. The sixth one has never touched the ball. I'd go find a seventh and eighth player. Uh -oh. um, no, our I mean, I'm just, is, I'm more worried about like, like what happens if somebody gets COVID or well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I'm worried your ankle or you get in foul trouble or I could keep going through all the things that are running through my head right now. The problem is we don't have any kids in this school. We are a 1A school and there's probably a handful of girls that could possibly play, but they're, um, they're cheerleaders. They don't like to sweat. They don't like to get dirty. Um, and the other girls are our ballers, straight ballers. They've been balling for years together. Can you play eighth graders in your state? Um, I believe so. I Are believe you eighth so. graders you could pull up? There, there's not much talent there, but there is a couple that we could possibly get. That's what I'd do. I'd pull up the eighth graders. I'd pull up the eighth graders because I'd pull them up right now. I'd pull them up and say, I mean, I, I just wouldn't wait. Like, lot, we can't do that in our state. I know there's a lot of states that can, but I'd pull up the eighth graders. Okay. okay but there's a re couple reasons. They're going to play because you're going to probably beat, because it sounds like you have a good player. You're going to beat some people. Something's going to happen. I'm just telling you, something's going to happen. I don't know what it is. Something always happens. Um, it's illness. It's ankles. It's mom doesn't wants me to stay home and study. Something's always happens. Trust me. Oh, so, I know. I'm worried. <laughs> so, so that's why you don't want to go in with six. You want to go grab a couple of the eighth graders. They'll think it's cool. Uh, make it fun for them. And yeah, I would, I would do that sooner rather than later. I mean, okay. I, I would okay, say though. the minimum I would go into a thing with would be seven. And that's, that's pushing it to be honest with you. Okay. The only a conflict now that I'm thinking about the eighth graders is it will interfere with their season. And then the eighth grade probably won't have a team. I'd pull up all the eighth graders then. There you go. <laughs> I, there you go. I, then, or I have the eighth grade coach come help be your assistant. And then, you know, I would do something like I'd be creative, like, Hey, come be my assistant. This will be fun for the eighth graders, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you can't six is like, I that's no, you just can't. I mean, that's a bad official away from forfeiting the game. I mean, yeah, exactly. not that there are bad officials, but there are. So Everyone I've met, <laughs> you know, I had a, I had one of my, one, uh, I had a mentor tell me once early in my coaching career, he goes, just Steve, assume every official is bad. And then when they do, okay, you'll be happy. So yes. I just assume they're all bad. And then when Great. they give me a decent game, it's like, Oh, that was nice. You know? Um, but yeah, I think that's a good thing. I go get okay. some players. I, okay, yeah. yeah, and that's bodies. You just need bodies. You need bodies. You literally exactly. need warm bodies. You don't want to let these girls down because they've worked so hard for all these years. No, right especially now, especially if that older team. group, especially if that older group is good, I would not. Yeah, sooner rather than later would be my opinion. Sounds great. Appreciate all right. it. Next, oh, I got some questions on the funnel. Yes. Um, so I looked at your practice plans. I think you have three up. Yep. I have some questions regarding um, 
the first practice, right before you go over it, you actually do a segment for 10 minutes where fundamentals uh, for the fun, uh, funnel defense. What did you talk, mean by that? I'm talking. I'm going through and I'm talking them through what I specifically want them to do. Um, so I always, here's what I do. I always teach it and then I do it. In, so if you know how the brain works, you teach it and then I come back to it an hour later and then I do it the next day and then I do it three days later because they won't know it for seven days. It takes them seven days to learn a skill if you know how the brain kind of works. So that's probably my initial teach is at first day. I'm literally teaching them how to add or I'm teaching them the specific skill and then I'm coming back to it later in the practice um, to reiterate it. Then I'm doing it the next day and then I'm doing it at least three days later and then seven days later. Now, not that I'm not sprinkling in other places in practice, but I'm making sure if I want to put a one, three, one in, I need seven days to put the one, three, one in. And I, and I know that, that this is how I got to kind of teach it. And it might be micro lessons throughout that seven days, but that initial day I got to teach it. And then I got to come back to it. It's kind of like doing something in my math class. I do at the beginning of class and at the end of class, first of all, to see if they're paying attention, but to see if they retained it and understood it. So that initial 10 minutes is a initial teach. Here's what I want you to do. Here's what it is. Now, some of those initial teaches can be in a classroom. They don't necessarily have to be on the court. So sometimes when we'll have late practice, we'll do a teach in a classroom, and then we'll also do a teach on the court. Again, teenage brains. I'm just trying to get it to sink in, to be honest with you. On, on your drill on one-on-one -on -one full court, Yep. It says number one, offense tries to get the defender on their butt. Number two, defender is giving enough cushion to try to keep them in the gutter. Number three, offense um, can't pass offense can't pass half court, but it's a one-on-one -on -one full court. Yeah, so you just understand. stop at half court. You stop half court. You just you have it going both ways on both half court. Oh, you're just one. not going to the other side, is what you mean. Because I got people going on the yeah, other yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. using, I'm not trying to effectively use as much class. Time, right. last and you, time and then you put defender gets beat they call help and the offense yep. so, so what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to put multiple things in one drill so okay. if i if you beat me and get around me and i call help you got to stop so it's okay. forcing me to talk because okay. if you get around if you pin me on the butt then i gotta yell help and then that stops them and then i can get back to work on my funnel again it's all okay. about spacing and communication Okay, any good any good drill is working on multiple things. And then you put on your day three um, practice plan, you put two on three trap and rotate drill. Did you mean three on two trap and rotate drill? Probably. I'd okay. have to look at it. I probably did. I was probably working on the on the short corner stuff. I'm guessing that was three on two. I'd have to look at that specific drill. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you, I'm just, I'm literally working on mine for the first week right now. So as soon as I get it done this week, I'll send it to you. Okay. Yeah. So you'll be sending more updates. Cause I saw three, I'm just following you. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. I just, I would go look at the drills and do the progression of the drills. Cause you skipped, you didn't do progression. You kind of skipped around a little. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm doing other stuff inside of that, that I didn't even show to be honest with you. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I, yeah, I'm doing testing and stuff. Yeah, all sorts of stuff that I'm doing that's not in that specific practice thing that I did because it's not funnel related. So I'll send you my, I'll send you what I'm doing. Just give me two days, probably. I'll probably have it done by Tuesday. 
because we start on Monday. All right, go go ahead. Who's got another question? Thoughts about so I got two teams. I got two teams and two coaches. I got a JV team and they, and that's including me. So I got a JV boys team and a varsity team. I have a block of time basically from three fifteen to six. Um, and I had two thoughts about this. I mean, I got I got about twenty two guys. So I'm thinking my thoughts were this: one, I could practice them all together. Or I can split it and give like the JV boys because there's a big gap between my JV team and my varsity team. Not saying my varsity team is really good, but my JV team like there's a gap. There's yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah. like algebra so, and geometry. I'm thinking about like I could do an hour or an hour and fifteen minutes with them where I can focus on you know fundamentals and things that they need to work on, and I can take the rest of the time for my varsity. Or I can try to practice them all together. I wouldn't practice them all together. That's too many bodies, to be honest with you. I wouldn't do that. So here's what I would do is I would, the, the, the ideal number for varsity practice, I'm convinced is somewhere between 12 and 14. I think it's 12, but things happen. Um, 15 is too many, I think. 15 to 22 is way too many, unless you have more baskets than we have. Um, so I like that idea of taking maybe the bottom, the bottom 10 and working with them. And then what you could use as a carrot is every day, ask maybe one or two of them to stay to work with the varsity guys. Hey, you had a great practice today. You want to stay in hoop, blah, blah, blah. And then that will give them a little bit of a carrot of, to work hard in that, that, that initial stretch for you. Um, you know, you could, you could do even, yeah, I wouldn't. That would leave if you did 10 and if you did 10 and 12, that would be perfect. And then every couple of days you grab a couple of those other guys, or maybe you want to do some more five on five stuff, but I would definitely would not do all 22. That that's like, that brings back post-traumatic for me when I was a freshman coach an eon ago and I'd have like 20 kids on a freshman B team. Oh my, it was horrible. Oh my. Yeah. I would not do that. I just wouldn't do that. I, I, I mean, it's like putting 35 kids in my classroom, which they do, but it's too many. I can't teach them all. I got to basically. I got one with thirty-seven. You do? It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> people don't. People that don't teach don't understand the difference between like twenty-seven and thirty-five is huge. Like twenty-seven, I can actually make some connections. You get above thirty, there's no. I mean, you're all like a numbered. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. People that don't teach don't understand that. They go, "There's nothing." There's a huge difference. Yes. Yes. Huge difference. 37's great. I don't I only have 33 seats in my room. That's all they I can fit. So I got 33 desks and four chairs. That's what I got. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I don't even know how to say to that. Bless you. <laughs> I just finished all my grading about an hour ago, too. All right, who's next? We got 19 minutes and I gotta go yell at my coaches about uh, coach, can I say a quick question? Yep, yep go hey. ahead. Can I can see it. I... Yep. Move it above a little closer to your nose, but that's it. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Uh, just thought we worked last time on a baseline out of bounds play. Yep. And I was just trying to use it pretty much the same for a sideline play. Okay. And so I just wanted to see just very simply this guy screens here, maybe back door. And then these two guys screen for a shot here. And maybe this guy steps in. Okay. Uh, for a man or a zone, I just want to see if you had any other thoughts because it's basically what the baseline play is. I'm just trying to move it to the yep. side. No, no, no. I like that. I just um, so where are they starting? So ball here. Yep. These are 
floating and this one starting you know somewhere like something like that yeah i'd so start them in a line i'd start the three of them in a line those three in a line like that yeah so that so because they don't again they're going to think you're going to curl um i would have so do the do these do the set again so i can see it so it's a so, screen so basically here so maybe get screen, a green yep so they'll try to take that away and then a double screen for that here. guy Yep. shot and then yep. step in shot yep and then i'd have one of those two guys that just scream come back to the ball one of the yep those two one of those two should step back to the ball the guy throwing it step back yeah because he's going to be open one of those two is going to be open. so i had the guy out of bounds step in yep no, no 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 so i'm saying those two first two guys might not be open right so if they're not then one of those two screeners should step back to the ball. Then the inbounder will be able to basically get in and go. So these guys are just yep. so so do it do it one more time and I'll and I'll explain it. So yep. So okay. So initial screen. Yep. Curl. Perfect. Yep. He comes double off screen. a double screen. Pop. Then though then though one of those two guys probably the bottom guy comes back. Yep. Toward the ball to like the three point line. Yep. And so he could pass it to him. Or the other two guys, and then cut in. I got everything. So, what's the last part about cut in? Yep. So now the guy that threw it to one of those three, so he either threw it to the first guy, the second guy, or the guy cutting back, and then he should cut off. Yep. He should. Yep. He should just cut down because that other screener should pop up high to the three-point line. Nope. The other one. The other one. The one at the elbow. Yep. He should be up. So that double screen. One's going to come back to the ball. One's going to pop high. Gotcha. So then I have three guys around the top for a shot. Well, one of the, those, those first two guys might not always be open. The third guy will be open every time. All right. So one more time. Boom. Yep. yep. So that's the first Boom. guy, the second guy coming off. Yep. So those two aren't open. Then he should cut. Yep. He can pass it to him and he pops. Yep. Lucky land casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then that will leave a lane for that guy coming back in. I like the guy cutting in because they always lose him. But the third guy coming back to the ball will be open every Sweet. time. All right, thanks. Okay. Yep. All right, I have a question. It's okay. cut. We uh, started our first tryouts yesterday. Um, we have tryouts tomorrow and Tuesday. Um, so this is the worst time of the year because we have to cut people. And yep. of course, Horrible. we all hate it. But one yep. of my questions is I do have a, a special needs kid yep. who's actually been in our program. Um, he's a junior now, and we're not yep. keeping any juniors on JV. Um, my question is, how do you deal with that situation where you could potentially be cutting a kid who's not special needs for a kid who's kid who is special needs? I wouldn't count him in your numbers. So I'd keep him, talk okay. to the parents. Yeah. Yes. And I wouldn't count him. So if you're going to keep 14, you keep, he doesn't count okay. in your numbers. If I keep 15, I keep 16. You keep 16 then. I'd keep 16. He doesn't count the numbers. Perfect. He or she doesn't count the numbers. Perfect. Because to be honest, yeah. Anyway, uh, th th yeah. Trust me, I've had that question asked before. That's how. That's why it was a quick answer. Yeah. So if you're going to keep twelve, you keep tw you keep thirteen. You always keep an extra. Yep. 
That's easy. That was an easy. That was the easiest question of the night, to be honest. <laughs> now, the question is, you got enough jerseys? I don't. I only have 15, but um, but I can give them a freshman jersey. This doesn't look the same. But you right. know what I think is going to happen? Actually, Coach, this is going to be hard because I really don't want to cut anybody this year. But um, what I think might end up happening, some of these guys don't have grades. So some of them are going to drop off. I mean, it's grades and then they don't play. And they're, yeah, all, there's all sorts of lurking variables from the stats teacher. Yes, I would agree. Okay. Always order, always order 18 jerseys, too, I'm going to tell you. I always order 18. And the reason is you need extra blood jersey, travel jerseys, left a jersey at home, blah, blah, blah. I always order extra jerseys. Never order. If you want a team of 15, you order 18. If you want a team of 18, you order 22. You always have extra jerseys. Never. I was one. only planning on keeping 12, but there you go. <laughs> so you were right then. So you did it right then. That was good. All right. so, hey, hey, I have a coach. I have a question regarding cutting. So yep. I told you I had 11 girls. Well, uh recently two other girls showed up to after we already made cuts um well we didn't we just said we're going to keep you all a couple more girls showed up and these girls they they, they 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 don't know how to pass they don't know how to shoot they don't know how to dribble they're they don't have any um aggressiveness for rebounding or playing defense and so i i was really just thinking of just telling them hey i i I don't think it's going to work out for them. I think Do that's I just... fair. I think that's fair after after <laughs> the initial set. Yes, I think that's a fair conversation to have. Yeah, we had one that showed up a few days earlier, and she's not very good, but she's been coming for two days more. Right, and she's, she's... she showed up when she was supposed to. No, I think that's yeah. Well, and she do... actually kind of didn't. She showed like at the beginning of the week, as opposed to Thursday. Or, yes, Thursday. And but she has at least showed some aggressiveness towards rebounding. These other girls in two I practices are like again the other two that came out late. Probably it's a friendship, whatever. They weren't that serious about well, it. Well, I think one of the PE teachers said, "Hey, I hear the J the freshman coach needs players." Yeah. And when I talked to the AD, I, I said, "Yes, we need players, but I need girls that actually know how to play the game, not I, girls that I need, have never played I, before." I need hoopers. I need. Yeah, and so they just started sending just random girls. Hey, yeah. uh, I'm they like, think oh they my think gosh. they're help. They think they're helping, but they're not always helping. I agree. And I I'm agree. just afraid that I mean, it'll be 13 girls, but I'm afraid to put them in these situations where they can't dribble and they can't shoot and they can't. I mean, they just you don't have, want you don't want to set them up for failure. I agree. I think you have. Yeah, that, it's you have because, a courageous. You know, well, I, I got, you have the courageous conversation with them. Um, it's easier to, yeah, you rip the bandaid off, to be honest with you. That's what I yeah. would do. Rip okay. The off. Okay. All right. All right. Who haven't I heard from either one of you have a question, Jason, or I already asked my question. I was, I was the read and react guy. You, you're done. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay. You got <laughs> the Dodger just... thing in the background it just keeps distracting me. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Distracting me too. I'm from Northern California. Where's my Cubs stuff? I can start playing. Go Cubs, go! Hey Chicago, <laughs> what do you see? And I live in Wisconsin. You should, yeah. You'd be surprised how many Cub fans are in Wisconsin and Iowa and all over Minnesota. You'd be surprised how many Cub fans there are. 
disease. All right, I have a question. Another one. Right. Someone's asking. Um, what do you, what's your take on giving kids rides home? Um, I I I will never leave a kid. I will never leave a kid abandoned. I will always give them a ride home. If I lose my job because of that, then I lose my job. I also have an extra two million dollars liability on my car. Uh, now. Do I need that? No, because I'll never be negligent and do something stupid. But if I get sued or something like that, whatever. Um, so I won't in I'm in Wisconsin. I'm not leaving a kid in January. I'm going to take him home. Whatever. I mean, I'm just always going to do that. I'm going to try to do the right thing. And if I get sued for doing the right thing or something or I get in trouble, then society's wrong, in my opinion. So. I always give kids rides home or I find them a ride home. Like sometimes my assistant will do it or I'll throw them in a car with a parent or something, but I will never not give a kid a ride home ever. <laughs> now, sometimes they don't want to get in the car with me because they played like crud or they were like, whatever, but I will never leave them. Yes. I'm a hundred percent do the right thing. Great movie, but do the right thing. And that's to give the kid the ride home. Now, I'm a guy's coach. If I was a, yeah, that would be a, there'd be a little different situation there, maybe. Um, I haven't really thought about that if I was a girl's coach. But anyway, so I always give them a ride home if they need it. And then I usually treat myself to like Chick fil A or something on the way home for doing <laughs> Usually stop and get myself some food. But right. yeah, coach, quick, quick question for yeah. like a sideline out of bounds, trying to get the ball in, man pressure, like you're getting pressure. Do you yep. just run a baseline um, play just to get the ball in, or any thoughts on that? Yeah, just stack it, man. If I mean, worst case is you can always stack a side out of bounds play because are are you are you talking about going? Is is it on your side? Is it a sideline going to your basket or sideline going the other way? Uh, I was thinking sideline going their way, just trying to get the other way. They're going to, they're going to protect their basket. So you're going to be able to get the ball in. Trust me. Yeah. Just, you can always stack it if you have to stack it and do, what do you mean? Stack it with put four guys in a line and have the first guy peel off the next guy peel off. They don't know which way they're going to go and they're going to protect the, their basket. They don't want to get. Oh, okay. Line. We had talked. Kind of like we talk about that, like end of gameplay, you line people up and they curl, curl, screen. Yeah, curl. yeah, that's easy to get it in. I mean, to be honest with you, probably the least amount of time I spend on anything is sideline out of bounds play to get the ball in. That's probably, I mean, not sideline out of bounds for is to score where it's at our basket. I do spend time on that, but sideline ball to get it in, spare very little time on that. But you could also just take a, a baseline out of bounds and just move it over there so you don't really learn anything different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Yes. For you and I, it's not learning anything different. For them, <laughs> as soon as you move it from the baseline to the sideline, it's like going from French to Spanish. Trust me, they won't, they have no idea. They're goldfish, man. It's three seconds and they forget it. Unless, I don't know. All right, I got time for one more and then I got to take a potty break before. I'll do this next Sunday if you guys want again. Um, this was this was a lot of fun, actually. I, okay, done. It'll be good because I won't sleep next Sunday because it's the day before the first day of tryout. So I'll send out another email next Sunday. All right, any more questions? Can you send the video? I will send this, absolutely. If you send me an email, I will send it to you tonight. Okay. And then you can look at it. Yep, perfect. Hey, I, actually, I do have one question. Okay. The, the, 
The biggest thing that I'm afraid of is um, these kids getting open. Do you have a specific drill that you use for working on L cuts, V cuts, that type of stuff to, you know, kids? I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't with your team describing it. I wouldn't worry about what the difference between an L cut or a V cut or any of that is. I would play a lot of one-on-one and they'll, or two-on-two and a lot of small-sided game stuff and let them figure it out. I would do a lot of, trust me, they, they're, They'll figure out what an L cut is when they don't get open for 10 minutes. So um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would do a lot of small sided games with the kids like that. A lot of small sided, like let them play. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I I tried to have them play three on three and one girl just stood there. She's like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. So I do a lot of girl goes and takes the ball in the basket. It is literally like, so what you can do is you can, um, you can differentiate skill sets. This is what I've done. And then I did this with my son when he was little. So you'd have 10 kids. You'd put one and two together and let them play one-on-one. And you put three and gotcha. four together. You don't tell them you're doing that. So yeah. you're putting nine and 10 together. They have gotcha. the same skill set. So, Makes sense. And then I know one and two and three and four. I'll put one and three together and two and four. I try to push their boundaries a little bit. Um, yeah, and then Darn once it, now get, I wish I now I wish I had ten or twelve, not eleven. <laughs> yeah, but then well, put your shoes on, Coach Man. Come on, put oh. your shoes on. Yes. Oh yeah, I've done have, that. I literally have not done that in fifteen years, probably. Oh uh, well, the varsity the, the varsity has nine kids, and so I run with them every so often. Last the last actual game of basketball I played was 2004 and I tore my Achilles. That was the last time I played in a city league game in 2004. Yeah, it was not like, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well, thank you. All right. See you guys. I'll send this. You want it, I'll send it to you. And then uh, let's plan on it next week. We'll plan on it next week. Perfect. Come up with your questions and you can have them. I'm sure I'll have tons of them. All right. See ya. See y'all. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us keep the lights on here at teachups.com, go over, join 14-day free trial, and then stop the car, subscribe, like, Apple five-star review. That would be good. All right. Maybe. Have a good day. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply